Sunday pour back Thursday night. First show post Super Bowl, post Valentine's Day. Got that out of the way. Did you go out? Did you go out Tuesday night? No. Nah. Me neither. Tomorrow, tomorrow night. <laughs> okay. You did, okay. You did Friday. I did last weekend. So yeah, you got to yeah. pick. Uh, you got to pick a weekend. Yeah, last weekend was last weekend was Super Bowl weekend, not Valentine's weekend. Come on. Super Bowl Eve. Yeah, exactly. No, Super, yeah, no. Super Bowl weekend. I had to get uh, you know, in the in the mood. That that kind of thing doesn't put me in the mood for football. Whining and dining. Yeah, all right. Fair enough. <laughs> um I already lost my train of thought. We're ninety, not even ninety seconds into uh post yeah. football season. Yeah, geez, it's gonna be a long off season. God damn. <laughs> Um, I was well, thinking I'm watching Ohio State and Iowa right now okay. on ESPN. Yeah. And, you know, I think part of the reason, I don't know if this is, if I'm just projecting, if I'm just making this up and it's just me. I think part of the people, uh, part of the reason people prefer college sports is because like I have I have Comcast right I have cable and I could hit a button where that shows every game that's on right now that I could possibly watch. Yeah. Yep. So I go to that like right now. Ninety five percent of the shit is college sports. I could put on, you know, the ACC network like this is women's basketball. It's not even men's. North Carolina, North Carolina State, and you know, if you're a, a fan where I live, of the Rangers or Islanders. You can't watch those teams. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, there's a lot of access. Uh, the Big East, like every Big East game is on TV. I'm sure every you can find big, Every Big Ten game is on TV. Yeah. So I, I, that's probably part of it is the access to these things, for sure. You, you, could be an I, you could be an Iowa or Ohio State fan and probably watch just about all their games. Maybe early in the season, non-conference schedule. Those shit teams they play, maybe you might be not be able to, but like if you're a Duke, I mean Duke Carolina, like you could watch all their games. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I don't know if that's the number one reason why people like I think people prefer college because there's no money. I mean, yeah, there is money involved, but they don't have to deal with the egos necessarily. They don't have to uh you know, they follow these guys around. I mean, you you can watch a lot of four year players in college. I mean, of course, you're going to get your one and dones, but I think maybe that's that's part of the allure for people who like college better than the pros. Yeah, probably comes down to the tournament too. That's like the biggest thing they have going for them. Yeah, I'm going to say that you probably are in the minority of people who watch regular season college hoops. Like, oh, definitely, die yeah, hard, definitely. like in a diehard fashion. Yeah, but I think part of it is why I'm drawn to it is because I can, I mean there's it's like having the it's like having the, like the you know red zone channel every night or the it's like having the pack package basically. But in the NBA, don't you think it's like people tune in to watch players? Like you could t- you could put on TNT tonight. You have like Giannis in the early game, and then you're gonna have like Paul George and <laughs> George right. Paul, and you're gonna. And you're gonna have uh, Durant. Oh no, Durant's on the bench. Sorry, he's not playing yet. Um, he's still hurt. 
But you're gonna have superstars, though. I think that's why people like the pro the pro game. Because you because people they follow players, they don't follow teams. Right. People, yeah, people definitely follow players more than teams, but um or yeah, like okay, I can watch Giannis tonight, but then I might not be able to watch a Bucks game for like three weeks. Yeah, that's true. So think, yeah, uh, you know, it's harder, the, it's harder to the, get into a rhythm. I think the big so, names though, you, you know, I think the big names you're seeing a lot. I don't know that I think I feel like the Bucks were just on TV recently. Maybe that was a yeah, bad example. Celtics. Yeah, maybe this is a bad example, a bad team to use, but I feel like like if I feel the top teams are always on, like you're always gonna have a chance to see LeBron. Like if you're a if you're a Pelicans fan, you got to yeah. work harder to see Zion only because because they have less games and he's probably not playing in the games that are actually on TV. Yeah, it's and not that, it's tough to see not, Zion these days. And that's not a coach's decision. That's just the guy's always hurt. Yeah. Although incredible when he's not hurt. Yeah, so. I still I still have stock in Zion, but you got to be able you got to get on the court. I would yeah. say. Yeah, no, when he's out there, he's phenomenal, but he's just he fills up the stat sheet. But yeah, those instances are few and far. I mean, they're a dangerous team if he's healthy in the playoffs. Right. And without him, they've gone like two and eighteen or something. Something yeah. crazy. Yeah. Jordan's so. birthday tomorrow. 60. 60 for MJ. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was weird when he turned 50. That feels like not that long ago. They turned 50. <laughs> I remember when he turned 55. I remember when they made a big deal. The double, oh, the double nickel. nickel. Yeah. <laughs> 50. I'm sure I remember that too, if I think really hard. But yeah, it's crazy. 60. So I actually see a lot of that shit on ESPN tomorrow. My son's doing a project on MJ for Black History Month. Picked, I didn't like have any influence over it. He just he picked them. Really? That's, I mean, maybe I mean, maybe I had an influence on it, but I didn't tell him like to do that. So you helping him with it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I mean, I got him a book already. I, he hasn't started, I don't think yet. But yeah, I'm all in. I got videos lined up. Maybe Last Dance. Maybe sit him down for the Last Dance. <laughs> It would sit him down like in a uh, clockwork orange, just pry his eyes open, you know. Do it, the, do it at the end of the month. Yeah, it's like a month long project. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. If, I don't know how strict they are with the. Uh, I just found out about it a couple of days ago. So, I, I'm sure projects are different these days. But I remember growing up, the project was usually like put on like a white poster board. Yeah, you, I mean, used, to, you used to have to get up there and just kind of navigate your way around that yeah. yardstick or something. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it's a poster board thing or a diorama thing. Or a, I figured uh, nowadays, by now they were using like PowerPoints and shit. Oh, God, I hope not. PowerPoints are like the most boring shits in the world, man. I'd rather you cut the shit out of magazines. A PowerPoint, you have to do PowerPoint projects at work? No, PowerPoints now. Excel. Really. Do you work with Excel a lot? I work with I work with Excel. Yeah. I mean, it's really like every time you hit that green button on your computer, it's like you want to just slit your wrists. It's like, oh, I'm Ex- going back. Excel stinks. People love like people with numbers love it. Oh, the formulas and shit. I know like there are easy ways. I'm like, yeah, but you're just dealing with like these bullshit numbers. So I think yeah, it's just I, I'm not, I'm definitely not a master at Excel. But uh, yeah, I mean, I use it till I use it for like bookkeeping purposes. Yeah, it's, it's boring as shit. Yeah, yeah, you want to slit your wrists. A lot of copy and paste in this shit. <laughs> yeah. Like no, Excel. My, my favorite thing about Excel, like people love it. There's like there's like Instagram accounts that have like Excel tips in it. 
Oh man. Yeah, I'm sure like TikTok has it. Somebody, maybe it's TikTok. Somebody was telling me about it at work. She's like, oh, I follow this thing on whatever social media thing it is. Like, oh, you are a loser. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh, if I, if I, when I hit the X on the top right of Excel at the end of the day, that's the last time I see Excel until tomorrow. Like, I'm no rush to get back into Excel. This guy's on his way home, TikTok and Excel. Yeah, heart and Excel uh, things, Excel projects. This is the guy who's like 15 minutes early for the meeting. <laughs> no, 15 minutes late for the meeting because they're playing with Excel. So you're trying to do formulas in Excel. Learn something new every show. Did not know there was a cult Excel follower. Maybe People it's love bigger it. than I, a cult. I, don't I, have a, I have a friend who like swears by Excel. He's a fin- finance guy. He loves it. Loves well, it. I, I mean, if it okay, I guess that just means you like your work a lot. If you, if like like if you're using Excel <laughs> on your free time for shit that isn't work related, that would be a little strange to me. Well, the only thing I I enjoy doing the Excel on is like we I maintain like our fancy football history on an Excel. Yeah, I should probably do that too, but I don't. But that, and that's just it's just an easy way to do like record by teams and you know it's very basic stuff. Like a very does all, easy, does all the math for you. Yeah, yeah. They don't have to oh you don't have to constantly be like erasing the the bottom line. Here it just updates it. So right. that's for 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 my for my money. That's all I'm going to use it for, and enjoy it. I mean, I don't really enjoy it because my team always sucks. So it's always it's always. How much more do I have to do to catch up to be a 500 team? Yeah. All right. So people love Excel. It's yeah. That's something different, something yeah. new. I hey, like teach, to sit down with these people and just see what they use it for. Teach their teach their own, I guess. Well, I'm sure they have it all programmed with uh, the formulas they use, and just you plug you plug in whatever numbers you you need, and it calculates whatever you're looking for, and you're good to go. I'm sure that's why they like it because it does the math. In just a way quicker time. I think frame. we use it at the computer at home for like bills and stuff. No, no, I don't do that. No, no, I don't know if we use Excel, but I'm guessing we do. <laughs> it's QuickBooks, that's the home one. Oh, QuickBooks. Okay, yeah, that's old school. I, I that's that. old school account accounting. Oh, is it? I didn't even know. I used that at work, too. I didn't know it was old school. Oh, I don't know. It's just a name I haven't heard in a long time. But maybe it's still a yeah. I don't know. Yep, so Jordan 60 tomorrow. Uh, man, I wonder. Like, he's, he's presenting in front of a bunch of kids who, I mean, I guess they know Jordan, but they don't really know Jordan. You know, I mean, there's there's a lot of people who really think LeBron's the best player of all time. Like, I can't have the conversation with anybody. To me, it's Jordan. To them, it's LeBron. I have my reasons. They have theirs. I'm not going to argue with anybody about it, but I'm sure a have lot you of ever, people... Have you ever talked to a LeBron guy, a LeBron goat guy? No. I have no interest in doing it. None. But no, but have you ever, like, been in the presence? It, the argument was there to have if you wanted to have it. I don't think so. Pro- probably not. not. Not that I can remember. Do you know anybody that's a LeBron goat guy? Honestly, I just talked about how I don't really watch too much NBA. Like my friends watch no NBA. Like I'm the NBA. <laughs> I'm the NBA guy in my circle. They don't really watch yeah. it too much. Um, no, I got a lot. I, I think. I think most. Well, it's tough because 
it's got to be more young. I don't hang out with like 19 year olds. Yeah. So those are probably the ones who swear by LeBron. Yeah. Most people yeah. in our generation are MJ. But uh, Michael gets a lot of like the same shit like Wilt Chamberlain got. Like, oh, his competition. Like, like the same, like Wilt, they say like Wilt was playing against plumbers and electricians and stuff. They, they'll show yeah. send a picture of Jordan next to like Jeff Hornacek or something. But like, oh, this is what Jordan was playing against. Not realize that Hornacek was tough as nails. First of all, but you know they, that's just they'll 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 just find bad looking pictures. I'm sure there's some guy in the Bucks that was, that shouldn't that didn't belong on the court back in the day with Jordan. They have pictures of that too, like Jack Sigma or something. And it's just like, well, this is Jordan's playing against. You know, he's negating all the tough opponents that he's playing against. But every, but everybody was playing against those guys. Jordan wasn't the only one. That doesn't make yeah. Sense. No, no, I know. It's like when they no. say Bill Russell back in the day. You know, he's playing against like these little white dudes or whatever. It's like mm-hmm. Bill Russell wasn't the only tall black guy back then. <laughs> That's true. So, That's true. yeah, I don't like when people just discredit what guys do like in their generations. Like they played against, they played against the same competition everyone else had the advantage of playing against. Well, that's like the old. I mean, the the the, the one that always gets me is the Adam Adovino. Like I would have struck out Babe Ruth on three pitches if he <laughs> if he played today. Right. Yeah, and obviously, you know, Adam Adovino struggles to get out, uh, you know, nine hitters on three pitches today. So. Yeah, start with George Springer. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be yeah nice. that's another one that bothers me, too, because it's like, all right, Ruth, you know, what he hit more home runs than all the teams. It's like there was how many other baseball players that weren't hitting 60 home runs back then. So he yeah. was out, he was clearly like the best by a mile of his peers. So yeah. like, why is that discredited? Yeah, I'd like to see, like people always talk about like a bring Babe Ruth here today's day and age, have give him like the tools that these guys had. I'd like to see yeah. Adam Adovino go back to that day and see him get through the 20s. Yeah. Adam Adovino would die of syphilis at the age of 22, all right? Yeah. If, if he was back there. So, you have a on. tough go at Adam Adovino. Yeah, yeah. P- pipe down. He's yeah, still so yeah, I um, mm, yeah, it's one of those guys. He's gonna pop up somewhere. I think he's still mad. I think they brought him back. They did. They resigned him. All right. Yeah. No, I I, I just I, I I agree with you. It's tough to it's tough to compare um, generations like that, but people just lean on that like it means anything all the time. It, 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 it doesn't make any sense. Guy, you can only judge guys for what they did against their pairs. Yeah. You can't, it's a stupid game to play. Like, Oh, time machines. There's no time machine. Yeah. Shut up. And I'm, and also like, just, if, I can't have the argument with you. Cause you're making me argue against who's LeBron, who's probably the second best player of all time. And right. it's like, how do you argue against the guy who's number two? Like he, he's with, without number one, he's number one. Like I, I can't do it. There's not too much you could argue. Like, I think he's great, but one ge- one game, one, first pick, one one shot. It's MJ. One play. It's, it's, MJ. it's always MJ. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. Have and then you end up when you, when you yeah. And then when you start talking about other dudes, it's like guys you haven't even seen play, so it's like impossible. Yeah. I don't know how to fucking rate Russell and Chamberlain. Like Russell's got all the rings. I would rate Russell ahead of him, but Chamberlain, Chamberlain seemed like he was a beast. Also, yeah. Chamberlain averages like. 
fifty points a game one season or something, right? Yeah, like oh, ridic- yeah. his numbers are ridiculous. Yeah, a lot of there's a lot of goat talk the past few days. Mahomes, where he ranks. Yeah, I don't yeah. remember really what I said on the Super Bowl show. <laughs> you said he's but... the best quarterback of all time. You said hands down, Mahomes took the mantle. Best quarterback of all time. Yeah, I always, I, I was, I skip Bayless. I was shocked. I was shocked, but you know. All right. So if we're if we're putting, if we're just ranking guys in our lifetime, so I'm going to go 1980 on. Okay. I'm going to count. I'm going to count Montana, even though he didn't. I didn't really see Montana Niners. I only saw Montana Chiefs. I'm going to count him. Yeah, 80 on. That's Montana. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm saying just because I didn't, I wasn't watching like those yeah. Niners teams, but I, it's 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 uh, close enough in time where like I have a good grasp on mm-hmm. Montana. And also, if I go to the '70s, I never know where to put Bradshaw because like people like to like poo-poo Bradshaw, and I don't really understand that. The guy won four championships. It's kind of yeah, or he's he's a system quarterback. Yeah, and dog like dog the way dog talks about Roger Staubach like he loves the guy. I have no idea how to rank Roger Staubach, so I'm gonna leave the '70s guys alone. Yeah, it's fair. Yeah, that's fine. He I loves no Staubach, man. I heard him. He was doing like a top, you know, list of like ranking guys, and he, like he lo- he puts like Staubach almost top five. I mean, loves- they're on the weren't weren't the Cowboys on TV all the time? Wasn't that like why he knows or is able to know anything about him? Because those guys are always on TV. I guess. I mean, yeah. I mean, Sawback, if you look at like his body of work, I won two Super Bowls. He was in five. But like he both had the head Super Bowls against the Steelers. They lost. So it's like, mm-hmm. why isn't Bradshaw ahead of Sawback? Mm-hmm. That's something I can't answer. So right, I have right, no right. idea. Okay. So we're just talking our lifetime. So last 40 years. Okay. It's still Brady Montana, like on the top of the mountain. If there's a pyramid, yes. like those, they're the top two. Yeah. I think I'll put Mahomes three. Um, he's in the conversation for sure. Let's see. I mean, Marino's on the list, even though he hasn't didn't win. He's still considered he's ahead, yeah, he's already ahead of Marino. No, but I'm saying this is like who's in consideration. Marino and Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning is the one I think people might give you a little pushback on. He's got five MVPs and he's obviously got the two Super Bowls, but like all right, so equal amount of Super Bowls. Mahomes has them up on Super Bowl MVPs by one. Peyton obviously has five MVPs. Mahomes has two. He's only been in the league five years, though. Yeah, yeah. Um, Manning's probably, like, the best regular season quarterback week to week I've ever seen. But I think, like, the tiebreaker with those two guys are even Mahomes, he's 27 years old, like, life on the line. Like it's Mahomes. I've yeah, never a big Manning yeah. guy in a big game. Like, well, you're picking Mahomes yeah. in a big game. You know, if there's if there's a blitz coming, I want Mahomes back there, not Peyton Manning. Yeah, inclement weather, cold yeah. weather, battling through an injury. The answer is going to always be. Yeah, Mahomes. that's a great point because yeah, like Peyton was an indoor quarterback. Talk about system quarterback. I mean, this is underrating him a lot by saying this, but I mean. A lot of his careers played in a dome, like he's Marcus Mariota. Yeah, in the in the dome with the you know silence, um, in in Indy, and uh, yeah, Mahomes plays outdoors. He plays in a lot of away games outdoors. I mean, so did Peyton. Yeah, but I'm but he is his home is frigid. Kansas City could be frigid during uh, December, January. So Mm -hmm. 
Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I see your point. I'm not sure. Like, if he retired today, would he be ahead of Manning? Or are you just doing like, it's are tough. You, are you able- That's why it's a stupid like conversation to have because he's still got like you would think at least 10 years left. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I think he would be considered, I think he'd be ahead of Manning just for the big games. That's, that's, that's probably a little controversial. There are some people who would just look at Manning's complete body of work, all the regular season wins and MVPs, and just be like, whoa, you got to slow it down with Mahomes, Manning. Yeah. I mean, you know what? It's, it's kind of big that he was an underdog in a, in a championship game and won it. Manning yeah. you know, had, had losses as underdogs, had losses as favorites. Um, it's kind of big one. He's expected to lose on the biggest stage. He 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 pulled out a W. I guess the argument against Mahomes would be like, what if he just falls off a cliff, like in his thirties, and he's just not. Yeah, yeah, good. for sure. That's that. Then that goes on. That goes on the on the resume for sure. And then maybe Manning could pull ahead of him almost without doing anything. I I think if you're saying Mahomes is. If you're putting Mahomes ahead of Manning on that list right now, I think you're doing it with the impression that he at least kind of is steady, you know, for the next five years, at least five years. Right. Even if he doesn't go back to a Super Bowl, he just puts up numbers, yeah. 40 touchdowns. Yeah. Yeah. I think just, we're working with that assumption. So you're, you're, you're ranking him there, but with the uh, the caveat that he's got to kind of keep it up a little bit. Yes, yeah. of course. You can't just start going four and twelve every year. Yeah, he, he he for him to be on that list and like fall to face of the earth tomorrow and stand that as if he like had won every year and won you know won three out of four MVPs or something. And they'd yeah. be like, and they'd be like Sandy Colfax, and he just he went to the sunset. Yeah, if he retired, well. it would be like a Colfax career. Yeah, but right now I don't think he's quite Colfax. He would be the football version of Colfax. But he's not Colfax level as far as accomplishments go. No, no. Um, yeah. So it's, then the other guys would be Favre. I say he's ahead of Favre. Mahomes definitely ahead of Favre. Yeah, has to be ahead of Favre. Yeah, ahead of Roethlisberger. Got to put him ahead of Roethlisberger. Way ahead of Rogers. Has to be ahead of Rogers just yeah. for the just for the. I think he's already equaled Rogers in playoff. <laughs> Probably he might have done that in like the first two years. Yeah, I mean it's tough. I mean Roger again. Rogers has the four MVPs, which is one short of the record, which is Manning. But still, mm-hmm. um, I guess well, we the know, other we the know what Rogers is though. Yeah, exactly. The, I think they've been going in opposite directions for the past couple of years. Rogers mm-hmm. and Mahomes, just just for the big game stuff. Um, I guess the other big one would be Elway. Yeah, I was on the list. He was one of the big like four of the '80s. It was him, Marino, Joe Montana. I don't know, like Warren Moon. There's yeah. a lot of great quarterbacks in the '80s, but um, yeah, Elway's uh, Elway's in the conversation. I mean, he's not top three, I would guess, but I mean, I'd put Elway ahead of Rogers. Uh, Elway's oh yeah, Elway's ahead of Rodgers. I would say. Went to, I mean, he started five Super Bowls. I put Elway ahead of Favre. 
Uh, Elway, it beat him head. To, I think Elway has to be ahead of Favre. Favre was Favre's a very strange career because you could argue a little bit like he was a compiler there. Like he just sure because he, he played because yeah. he played forever and he mm-hmm. he just like never missed a game, which helped yeah. him. Mm-hmm. But like he had a very short. I don't want to say peak because it wasn't like it wasn't like he was only good for three or four years, but like he had a stretch there in the late nineties. Like Aikman was out, Steve Young was kind of gone. Mm-hmm. It was before Brady and Manning got there. He won three straight MVPs. Like he was the best quarterback. He was the guy. Like yeah. for three, four years there mm-hmm. in the late nineties. Mm-hmm. Elway was even though we won two Super Bowls. Elway was like older. Marino was older. Favre was the guy for like three, four years. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that number four jersey was everywhere. Yeah, big time. Yeah. No, you're right. I mean, he hung on for a long time. And he had uh, the, the touchdown. It, right? I, I, I lost track of all those that, records that, like after Marino retired. I mean, that might be a case where he held on so long, he might actually dip a spot or two on the list. Yeah, I feel like not get. He had a couple cracks that second Super Bowl. Like that second, that's yeah. why we talked about with Mahomes. Like that second Super Bowl is so Huge. big. Huge. It's why it's why Rodgers, like you know, not being able to get number two has been uh, so big. Has he even gotten he just, back? Hasn't even gotten back. Yeah. Favre had two. Favre had two chance, like legitimate chances. He had the Super Bowl they lost to Denver when they were the big favorite, mm-hmm. and I'm not even gonna count like the Giants. Even though they probably should have won that because they were home, the the Eli team that they mm-hmm. lost to in overtime, but that Vikings team when he uh, threw that bad pick, yeah, mm-hmm. you remember that play? I still watch that play sometimes because I'm just in awe. <laughs> if he just if he runs the ball there, I forget how much time it's left in the game, twenty seconds or whatever. Mm-hmm. If he just scrambles and runs with it, they get in field goal range, and. He got a chance to win at the buzzer. Instead, he throws that awful across his body, Favre interception, mm-hmm. Tracy Porter, and it's history. So, yeah, Favre not being able to get number two kind of hurt him legacy-wise, I guess. Sure. Just because so many guys like, – there's a lot of guys who have one. Not that he's Trent Dilfer, but, I mean, Trent Dilfer has one. Two, like, put you in, like, a whole different class. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, I guess Elway would be the guy because Elway, you know, five Super Bowls. And, and the crazy thing about Elway in the 80s was he just – he dragged some bad teams to the Super Bowl. And then when yeah. they got there, they just got smoked. <laughs> yeah, yeah, back when the Super Bowl was not competitive. Yeah. A lot. I mean, the one guy you mentioned that's probably the most underrated guy on the entire list is Young. I mean, he's he, – we. I wouldn't even mention him if you didn't bring him up. But I mean, he, that that guy had a solid career. For what I mean, he was like the Aaron Rodgers of his day, you know, coming in there after a legend. Yeah. Um, you know, and winning on the heels of that. So, it's funny, like, because he had a real short, he had a short career, right? Because the concussions, concussions, and then on the other hand, right, then he didn't start until a few years into it. So he was, you know. Back up for a few years. It's a good and point. Then, he probably didn't really start get it. He didn't probably get the starting gig until he was like mid, mid to late 20, 20s. 27, 28. Yeah, I have no idea. But yeah, it had to be late. It was later in his career for sure. 
Yeah, he so, was born in 61. Oh, yeah, he was probably like th- Oh, yeah, he went in 30. 30. Yeah. Yeah, because he got drafted by Tampa. So yeah, he's got to. I never know where to put Steve Young, like on the pantheon of quarterbacks. It's a, it's, it's a weird it's a weird position to be in because it's it is kind of a short run. He was great. He was, was he an MVP? I mean, he was an All Star. Was he? An he MVP? won. He won an MVP. I think. Yeah. So he's got you know he was he's got a little Sandy Colfax to him maybe, and he was you know he retired because the I think oh I he's think got you're right. he's got two MVPs. Jeez. 92-94. And he technically does have three rings, but, I mean, he was the backup for two of them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're still in his drawer, so. They, you think I mean, he, they count. Do you think he wears the two that he wasn't, like, the starter for? I mean, you were there on all those flights. Taking this, <laughs> you know? Melvin uh, Gordon so got I'm a sure ring. You, it's true. He probably did more than Melvin Gordon. Did yeah, it's true. That's a good point. I'd have to look back. He, he could probably find a game where he took a snap or two in that season. True. Somebody's taking the knee at the end. Yeah, I may have to look that up. Uh, you know, one thing that was overlooked for Mahomes from last Sunday. Wait a minute. He was drafted by who? the Los Angeles Express. Was he drafted into the, the CFL? Or, or not CFL. The US USFL? Oh, maybe. What a that's a weird career. Like this that guy went from the USFL yeah. to the Niners quarterback, the heir apparent to Montana. Yeah, like the carrying the torch of the dynasty. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. I always want to read that book, the USFL book, Football for a Buck. I think that's what it's called. I always want to read that. <laughs> isn't book. it isn't it coming back this fall or uh summer? I th- I might be coming back this weekend. I don't know. There's, there's the XFL is coming back this, this uh, weekend. Oh, okay. Yeah, XFL's back. USFL is coming back. Yeah. Now I don't I don't know what the XFL's business model is exactly, but do you think this is the perfect time to do it? You have to do it like right after the Super Bowl, before March Madness, before baseball. I don't know when else you would do it. This is the only time to do it. This is the only time to do it, and it never works. So I don't know why. I don't know. Like people's appetite for football kind of only lasts from August to February, and it's it's because like it's the college teams and it's the pros. I don't know why I would want to watch like a third or fourth rate team play. Your like brain is just conditioned to watch football from September to February. Yeah. Yeah, it's your. There's some people though who are just, it's football or nothing. Like they don't watch baseball, they don't watch basketball. It's they're either watching football or they're watching like Netflix. So yeah. maybe it's for those people. I don't, you know. I think they'd be doing nothing then for the next. They just they're just waiting for hard knocks to come on. That's a, that's it. They're gonna watch a game be like, oh yeah, these guys suck. What are they gonna do? It's like the best you can do is if you watch an entire season. Of one of these teams, and you you pick out a guy like, oh, that guy could play in the pros, and then like some Sunday at your buddy's house next season, and that guy shows up like on the you know on special teams for somebody. He's like, yeah, that guy. I saw him play in the XFL this year. Like, great, he just got burned. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, we got to. I'm I'm got to do some Google and see. uh... All right, there's a few guys you're gonna know in the XFL. 
Oh, this year? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Then we, I thought we, then we talked about the draft when it happened this year. Did we? All right. I, yeah. I was from USA Today. It's, um, what's his name? The quarterback. Is, is AJ McCarron in it? AJ McCarron is playing for the yeah. St. Louis Battlehawks. All right. Maybe we'll watch some Battlehawks games. <laughs> St. Louis Battlehawks. Hey, you know, if that, AJ McCarron's girlfriend or uh, wife is there. She's that's, wife. That's, that's the business model. You get, you get the right name in there. I don't know who the right name is that wants to play. I mean, Tebow, maybe he's like the guy that you would need. Favre, bring Favre back. Favre, I mean, he's, yeah, he needs it to, to pay for his lawyer's fees. <laughs> right. He And he's actually the, the prosecution this time, so he's going after people. I don't know what for exactly, but he's going after people. Slander, right? Yeah. Everybody, sl- everybody slandered you, Brett. You slandered yourself. I thought when you're a public figure, you're allowed to be slandered. I don't know what, what do they say. Well, if you can like admit, if you can um, not admit, if you can prove that you lost money from it, I think then you have a case. That he gained money from welfare people, <laughs> <laughs> right? But he had to do that because his name was slandered. And he can earn money, you know, legally. That's okay. Probably, what an argument! We should be his lawyer. Yeah, <laughs> that is a solid defense. Look, my my client. Would never, never have robbed these people. Except <laughs> the Wrangler people stopped calling after his name was slandered on uh, the Dan Lebetard show or whatever the fuck happened. I don't even know who it is. It's McAfee and uh, oh. McAfee and who's the other name? Fox guy? Jim Rome. Mm. I have no idea who it is. Completely, completely. Is it an ESPN guy? Oh, Shannon Sharp. She's suing Shannon Sharp. So random. So I random. wish I knew what they had said. I don't know. I'm assuming they just. I mean, they both have platforms. It must have been something they said on their shows, right? Everybody was fucking killing that guy. Like he could, he could sue Brandon Tierney. I'm sure. <laughs> Sal Licata should get a call. Like I'm sure all these guys are getting like going through their history. Like, oh, what did I say about Favre? Like <laughs> a fucking call from his lawyer. Yeah, it's two real random guys to to go after. I don't know. I have no idea what it, what it's going through his uh, what is going through his head on that. Well, he's, um, he's on the Shannon Sharp with Skip Bayless defending him the whole time. Is that why he's going after <laughs> Shannon and not Skip? Yeah, yeah. I would love to. I would, I would love to know. I would, we got to get our hands on that complaint <laughs> that Favre draws up. So Josh Gordon is on the Seattle. Oh, see, there's a name. Sea Dragons. It's kind of a corny name. Sea Dragons. Battlehawks and Sea Dragons. Okay. Battlehawks are better. Uh, Paxton Lynch, who was a first-round pick of Elway's. He is the <laughs> – I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to assume he's a starting quarterback for the Orlando Guardians. Ugh. Okay. Or cycling awful – Names. We Guardian didn't work in Cleveland. It's not working in Orlando. Who's the Who's the new? I mean, it's not going anywhere in Cleveland. Who's the New York team? There's no. I don't think there's a New York team. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's crazy because whenever it was three years ago, right before COVID hit, there was a New York team. It was the Was it Vipers? I don't remember. Yeah, that's really the only big names here. Red Bulls. This is. 
that's soccer, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, football. I thought, yeah, my mistake. Football. Let's look at the Battle Hawks. <laughs> USFL roster. Wait, is this XFL or USFL? I'm bucking. This, this is XFL. And XFL starts this weekend. USFL. Oh, yeah. Two summer. games Saturday, two games Sunday. Those are all on Fox, right? Uh, I believe Fox, yeah. Didn't it used to be M- NBC back in uh... – oh, you're going to know the head coach of the uh, St. Louis Battlehawks. Remember Anthony Becht? Uh, tight end. Jets. Jets, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Sick. Good for him. All yeah. right, look at them get, getting some uh, – they got some names. Yeah, I mean you're gonna you're always gonna have some names. I mean it's gonna be a bunch of has-beens or how old is Josh Gordon? I mean that's a guy who he's probably not that old. He he he's not really a has-been. He's a guy who should have been. He's a should have been. He's a should have been. Yeah, could have, would have, should have. I I just I wonder if one of these guys is gonna blow up. I wonder if Paxton Lynch or Adrian McCarron's gonna have like a monster year. <laughs> Who's going to be this year's Tommy Maddox from yeah. 20 years ago? Yeah. Made it to the Steelers. He's the, he was the QB before Big Ben won a yep. playoff game. Yep. There's someone. Yeah. I'm. What is it, eight-game season? Uh, I don't even know. Six? I would, everyone plays everyone once, I would think. Go seven. Okay. Yeah, I'd be or curious. Maybe, maybe play your division team twice. I don't know. I'd be curious to see uh, how the stats landed at the end of the year. All right. Oh we got, man, I don't have. Okay, go ahead. Uh, we we got to take a quick break, and uh, I'm gonna come back with the head coaches. All right, great. So we have a list of the head coaches for how many teams? Is it, is it seven teams? You said eight, eight teams. Oh, eight teams. Okay, for the for the list of the eight head coaches, Anthony Beck, we know. The Arlington team, who I'm assuming it's Arlington, Texas. I'm not sure why they're not Dallas. Maybe Jerry complains, but I'm assuming they're playing in Cowboy. Or I don't know. Cowboy Stadium holds a lot of people. So, no, uh, wherever, Bob wherever Stoops. They, Bob Stoops. Okay. Wherever they play, there's not going to be a lot of people going. So it doesn't really matter. A lot of I parking, so. though. Yeah, there'll be plenty of parking, yeah. plenty of seating. Bathroom lines won't be bad. Uh, all right. Houston. And it is the Houston Roughnecks has Wade Phillips as their head coach. Wow. That's a huge name. It is a big name. Yeah. Uh, Wade Will, Wade Phillips, though, coordinator, not a head coach. I'm already out on Houston. <laughs> uh, Orlando. It is the Orlando Guardians. Is Paxson Lynch's team? Right. Terrell Buckley is the head coach. He was uh, – cornerback for the Dolphins in the 90s. Wow. Okay. All right. Vegas. Those Dolphins team is not known team? for their defense. Well, it was decent defense. He was pretty good, Buckley. Oh, is he on the Zach Thomas, like those yeah. 90s teams, not the Patrick, early 90s Patrick Surtz Tan. He played it opposite. Okay. All right. Yeah, those, um, those teams weren't bad defensively. Vegas Vipers. There's a Vipers. <laughs> Oh, the Vipers. 
Vegas Vipers has Rod Woodson as their head okay. coach. Okay, all right. Hall of Famer, right? Rod's a Hall of Famer. Pretty sure he's a Hall of Famer, yeah. yeah. Uh, San Antonio. There's three Texas teams? It's half the leagues in Texas. Yeah, it's crazy. San Antonio Brahmas. The head coach is Heinz Ward. Wow. He's a Hall of Famer, too. He should be. I think he made it. He should be in the Hall of Fame. What was their nickname? The Brahmas? Yeah, like a Brahma Bull. That's for The Rock. That was his nickname. Oh, okay. Uh, Joey Porter's the linebackers coach there. Okay. Wow. So uh, I, I, I mean, three Texas teams. That's that. We know where their demographic is. Like they need to be down there. They have to. Yeah. yeah. Maybe they did some research and they realized New York wasn't working. That's yeah. L- L.A. wasn't working. I don't even know if Boston had a team. Yeah, we got to yeah. go down. We got to go Texas. Down Vegas is Vegas, so you're always going to get some degenerates that are going to go there. Yeah, people plan their trips around. Yeah. Yeah. Orlando. What are you doing, Orlando? Yeah. Yeah, Orlando. Tough, tough place. Uh Seattle Sea Dogs. Yep. Head coach, Jim Haslett. Okay. Who was right. the Saints head coach? Yeah. Not a Hall of Famer. Uh, not nope. <laughs> not getting there through here. Uh St. Louis, we mentioned. Anthony Beck. Let me see anybody else on this. Oh, the offensive coordinator is Bruce Gradkowski. He was a quarterback. Okay. Uh, wide receivers coach, Ricky Prohl. Okay. Running back. Well, was he a running back? Or was, he, was, he, was he a receiver? Was, Prohl. Was, Ricky Prohl was. He was a receiver? The short guy, though, right? He was like a little guy. Yeah. Okay. Well, he was white. I don't know. You might be profiling him. <laughs> he may he might have been six four. All white guys are short, you know me. <laughs> uh and then the last team, Washington, DC. They are the let's see what they are. DC Defenders. That's not great. Name. The names ever are. <laughs> Reggie Barlow. Reggie Barlow. Oh, defensive coordinator Greg Williams. So there'll be a few bounties out oh, there. Oh, nice. Let's see, where's Reggie Barlow from? Alabama State. That's all I got. All right. All right. Go get him. Yeah, we got uh, two games. Let's see. I'll get you the point spreads right now. It's such a mix. It's such a mix of people. Like the middle of the road guys like Wade Phillips, Jim Hazlitt. And then guys who never coach but are kind of are semi names, like mm-hmm. D list names, like Anthony Becht, Hall of Famers, guys never heard of. Like it's such a weird mix. Oh man, the Battle Hawks are the only road favorite this weekend, laying two and a half against the Brahmas. Under the- overs are low, man. They're not expecting much offense in these games. <laughs> If you're betting the first week of XFL, you have a problem. I'm coming out and saying it. Don't do it. Don't if you do it, you have a problem. You need help. You need to see counseling immediately. What if you what if you just want a ton of money on the Super Bowl and you just want to sprinkle? If you want a ton of money in the Super Bowl, you're probably nursing your your injury from your celebration. 
Yeah. Well, well, maybe you're just down on the XFL, right? You're like, oh, this isn't football. But you're like, I just want a little, want a little juice, a little action. I think you should treat XFL, the XFL, like, uh, like one of those, uh, like props almost. Like you just, you gotta, you gotta go light. You gotta go very light. Yeah, that's fair. Okay, if you're, yeah, you talk me into it. If you're betting heavy on the XFL, if you're like, if you lose an XFL game and you chase it the next XFL game, then you have a problem. If you're like, well, I gotta chase, win a bet. chase it with a college basketball. I got if I yeah if you're saying I have to, if you at any point the, in the next few weeks are saying I'm going to win it back with the DC defenders you have a problem. <laughs> yeah, I got to Odd Shark has futures. I'm not see who the favorite is. <laughs> it's the Battle Hawks. Wow. Okay. All right. We we scouted them perfectly. Plus three fifty. <laughs> the Battle Hawks are the favorite to go all the way. I might put a future on the Battlehawks right now. I mean, they're all pretty tight. They're basically telling you we don't know who's going to be good. Two teams are plus 400. There's a plus 450, a plus 500, plus 550, plus 600, plus 650. Those are the odds for all the teams. It's like nobody – Vegas is basically telling you we don't even really – we're not really following it all that closely. Yeah. But we know that you bet on it, and a lot of you are going to lose. Yeah. Yeah, everyone's got plus odds. Look how tempting it is. They're just rolling it out there. Yeah. Like, nice bear trap. And who wouldn't who wouldn't want to put a number on uh Anthony Becht? Put a few bucks. Put your faith in Anthony Becht. Put your faith in Heinz Ward. Yeah. <laughs> I got I mean, I gotta talk about your your brother celebration. That's an all that is in I mean, it's a once in a lifetime story. That came our way this weekend, in the in the aftermath of the Super Bowl. It is one of those stories you hear, but yeah. you don't actually. You're not even sure if it's true. It's like a, it's like a it's like something you see on the internet, and you're like, ah. Yeah, do you see? There's like the one kid who like smashed the TV after the field goal went in. Well, that was young. fake, though. That was definitely fake. You know, it's funny because like I watch it a few times. I look around. I'm like, well, if it's fake, there's no way that person knows what's going on, or they're really selling it. Like, do I believe? Like, the person looks fake themselves. So I look at the surrounding audience and see if like anybody there gives it away. Yes, and it's weird because like I can't tell. <laughs> I feel like maybe not not a lot of people are in on the joke or something. Uh, but mean, also the kid, who, the kid who did it like had a social media following i think and wasn't that the tv i don't think was mounted properly on the wall because wouldn't those brackets rip the like be ripped out it was a plant tv mm. no nah, it's completely fake i think most of those tv ones are fake why are you videotaping it like yeah yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I, know. I don't understand. I don't. I don't understand why. Yeah, I don't understand why it's a thing or why. Or are they, are they walking around on like Tuesday? Be like, yeah, it went viral from looking like a jackass. That's yeah, exactly I, what it is. Oh, okay, well, sad country. Ben Denucci starting quarterback for the Sea Dragons. By the way. Oh, now we're talking. Yeah, they're probably gonna stink. 
Yeah, I've been waiting to bet against Ben DiNucci for a long time. We finally <laughs> have the opportunity to do it again. So your brother, I mean, for the people who don't know, it sounds like there's a little bit of a crowd when he did it, too. So there's witnesses. Oh, I didn't know that part. So he had like a ridiculous parlay. Uh, I'm not going to get into numbers, but it was payout was sweet. It was juicy, Junior, real juicy. Um, celebrated when it hit. It was the first. Would I mean? First of all, would you ever make this bet? First three touchdown. First three players to score a touchdown parlay. You had to pick it in order. So no, I, no, I, 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 I'm more of a purist when it comes to like gambling and I would never think to make that bet. Yeah, I'll do parlays occasionally, once in a while. And again, it's, it's usually a sprinkle something, I'll see something, I'll sprinkle it on there like all right, well, it'll it'll pay out. It never pays out. 4 out of 6 <laughs> yeah. or whatever. Well, so your Achilles he, is still intact though. Yes. Oh yeah, but I wouldn't yeah. So he jumps up to celebrate when the third touchdown scores tears his Achilles. Achilles falls over. He said the whole room is celebrating because I guess they knew that he had he had that uh, that needed that third touchdown, and I guess they everybody turned around and was wondering why he was like keeled over on the couch. <laughs> I mean, I, just, I keep picturing it, man. It is one of the funniest things <laughs> I could possibly imagine. I it's, know. It like, is, for- I told him it's a Greek tragedy. Greek tragedy. It's unbelievable. <laughs> Shakespeare? Yeah. Better than Shakespeare. Yeah. All I know about your tearing your Achilles is basically what I've heard from like quarterbacks, like the non-contacts. Yeah. Isn't it like what, like a rubber band just shooting up into your calf? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's yeah, that's the story. Yeah, I should have got that information from when I was interviewing him, but <laughs> yeah, didn't get that. <laughs> yeah, I think it's just like a snap. That's it. I was got to go in there and put it back together. Isn't that what happened to Durant in the finals? Probably, yeah. I mean, it's happened to so many guys. Yeah. But then I, mean, I could I could, could picture the Durant play where he kind of just goes one way and then just goes down because yeah, that thing just gives out. But, ugh. Yeah. Your, your Achilles has to be like really tight for that to happen, though. Yeah, I assume so. I don't think I, I don't think I'm in any danger. I don't want to jinx it, but uh, I don't think I'm in any danger of pulling my Achilles because I have like no muscle down there. I mean, there's muscle, but it's not like you know, it's not really. Like, uh, I'm not doing squats or anything. Right, right, right. Because that's how it happens with non-contact injuries. Like it's just like your muscles just had enough. It's like yeah, yeah it's too. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So our my Achilles is good. I'm, I'm good. I think. Yeah. If you don't work it out, you're fine. Yeah. I, I think don't it's really probably do that much like shit. It's probably the same thing with like the Tommy John surgery. It's like you just use that area too much in the wrong way. It's gonna be a problem. Yeah. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's yeah. That, that's a story that should have went viral over the TV story. Yes. Absolutely. Speaking of weird like injuries, so you saw like yeah. Nestor, like Nestor Cortez has an injury, like Montas, Fra- Frankie Montas has an injury. And I'm not complaining about that. He doesn't. I don't care to see him again in Yankee uniform. 
It's a blessing. People are calling it a disaster. Like people are calling him a disaster. People are calling the trade a disaster. Oh, yeah, the trade was a disaster. Him not playing is fine. But how right. do these fucking guys always get hurt in the offseason? I don't fucking get it. I don't buy uh I don't buy Nestor's injury. I think that was to avoid the WBC. That's, that's fair. That's, and a, that's, a, that's a was fair. injured. Montas was injured in July when they traded for him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So he's had something lingering right. forever. All right, but there are I'm not I'm not I'm not counting out Nestor being injured. But and DeGrom's injured. He's another one who's like he's just uh, you know damaged goods. But how like guys back in the day, and I hate to be this guy, this is me old guy me for a second. But guys back in the day would like would work real jobs in the off season and come out and pitch you know two hundred innings, two hundred fifty innings the next season. Yeah, that's the secret, maybe. But yeah, not working Stay out. Sharp. Yeah, go get a real job. Go cut down trees or something. I can go work in the mill. In the coal mine, factory, something. Get on the line. I don't know. The only thing I could think of is like they're bigger and stronger nowadays, so there's more likely, uh, you know, more likely to be injuries. Or they come in right, they haven't done anything for months and months, and they start throwing, and it's just like, mm. I mean, I don't know. If you, I could, they, if I could they also like, they also, you know. Like you're supposed to be sore if you come in after months not doing anything. Now a guy's sore and it's like, all right, we're shutting you down. Yeah. Yeah. It's just it's just weird. I don't like it. You're probably it's probably a part of being bigger and stronger. Everything is like you said, tighter, more susceptible to that these injuries that you wouldn't get before because those muscles weren't working that hard all the time. Yeah, I, who knows? I with pitchers, I have no idea. If I was a base, treat these guys, if I was a baseball player, I probably wouldn't ever lift. Uh, if you're a pitcher, if I'm a pitcher, definitely not. Yeah, I don't know. I've I've, I've thought about that too. If you're well, you want to do leg stuff if you're a pitcher, no? Yeah, I would do leg stuff. Absolutely, yeah, I'll do leg stuff. I would do like core, the, a lot of core, a lot of core training. I would do, you know what? I would do the like the Jerry Rice workouts. I'll go run up his hill. Yeah, you're gonna want to do cardio. Yeah, I I don't know what the smartest thing to do because you want to like there are pitchers that they want you to put on a little weight sometimes. Sure. Yeah. yeah Even yeah. though you want to be, you're supposed to be lean if you're a pitcher. Yeah. I would think. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you probably shouldn't be like doing bench presses and bicep curls and shit but then i would want to be a pitcher more like maddox than i want to be a pitcher like i don't know just get fat with age yeah basically and just rubber arm yeah i wouldn't want to be a pitcher like these power guys too many power guys not enough maddox guys like the power guys used to be like freaks like bigger like randy johnson like nolan ryan's a big guy but nolan ryan's a freak of nature I'm going to guess Randy Johnson didn't lift weights. Oh, definitely not. No way. I can't I can't picture Randy Johnson doing anything besides pitch. Yeah. I feel like all this working out to get ahead, is, it hurts them more in the long run. Like, it might get you, which I guess for their purposes is fine, but it's going to get you into the league. 
might get you a contract, but it won't hurt your career. Got yeah. It. I all the lifting. Like I just it make, it makes me cringe a little bit when I see like the jacked up guys. Right, like Noah Syndergaard. Syndergaard, Stanton. And then the other oh, hand, then the, but then there's a guy like Griffey. Well, Griffey had that was a knee thing, right? Griffey wasn't he didn't like pull anything, he blowed his knee or something, right? Yeah, but do you think Griffey was a big weight room guy? No, no, no. I was gonna say, like he he was I'm gonna say Griffey was like a natural like body type guy. Yeah. But, he, but then he had big time injuries at the end. But I think that was like a like a freak thing though. Did he blow his knee out? Yeah. Is that what it was? Like a Mickey Mouse situation. Yeah, I don't know. Too much lifting. I have uh, a little pronouncement on pitchers and catchers came in this week. Yeah. Uh, I'm not listening to anything that Brian Cashman or Aaron Boone say this season. I don't want to hear them. I'm not going to listen to post-game shit. I don't care what they have to say. I'm silencing them. I'm putting them on silence. This season, they're full of shit. They feed you the same lines, and none of it. If I hear him talk about on the fan, if I hear, if I'm listening to JJ show anything, I'm shutting it off. I don't want to hear what they have to say. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, not eating from the beast anymore. I'm not taking the propaganda anymore. It's I think all you could, bullshit. you could silence, you could silence their names on Twitter. I just right. won't read it. If I see their name, I won't read it. I'm not going to go through those lengths. I'm just not going to read it. <laughs> if I if I find myself getting pulled in, I will silence it. But I think I can do it. I'm just going to do I just I don't want to read what they have to say. I don't care what they have to say. I don't believe half the shit they say. And they both suck at their jobs. So I don't fuck. I, I am all in on Boone should not be the coach of this team. I, this is a mistake. It's a disaster. They're not going to win a fucking thing as long as he's the coach. He's a terrible coach. And we're going to forget about it. Because they're gonna they're gonna be like twenty games over five hundred, and be like, well, it's, everything's going great. If they, everything has to break right for the Yanks, and it won't because they're because Cashman didn't do his job, and because Boone sucks at his job. Boone can't lift the team. Cashman can't provide what the team needs. Yeah, um, I, I haven't even seen. I haven't. I know they they both had press conferences right this week. Look, I saw a picture of Boone at, like around the batting cages in his uh, in his uh, spring training gear, and with like a headline said uh, "press conference later today." And I'm like, nope, not doing it. I know exactly what he's going to say. I you can tell me the questions. That's what we should do. You tell me <laughs> yeah. the questions from the press conference, and I guess what he answered. And I I probably get a hundred on on the test. He said, uh, I think he said, IKF had a really good winter. Oh, my God. Of course. Yeah, of course. I'm silencing. <laughs> I'm not listening to him. Of course, IKF had a great winter. He'd have a great fucking summer. He had a great winter, though. <laughs> Unfucking believable. He had a good Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> I really saw a lot of family at New Year's. Yeah, really cool. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> fucking A. I know you're higher on IKF than I am. Going into the well, season, at least. N- I mean, not as a shortstop. <laughs> it looks like he's going to be. <laughs> I do. IKF, Donaldson, and Glaber should not be on this team. I don't want to see them in August. After it's three quarters, three quarters of your infield. I don't want to see either of them. How how are they still there? How are they all still there? It doesn't yeah. make any sense. Yeah, Cashman did not do 
enough this offseason. No. I mean, that goes without saying. I mean, I, the, I fact mean that, the fact that he's bringing Donaldson back to play third and Hicks sounds oh, like he's going to be the left fielder. I mean, oh, oh yeah. So, I mean, Glaber, maybe, maybe Oswaldo Cabrera. Maybe. I mean, yeah, once Hicks gets hurt, yeah. I mean, Oswaldo will be out there. But they want Oswaldo to play everywhere, you know. They don't want him. They don't want him to get the rhythm. They want him to bounce around the field and not play for three for three weeks, and then play two nights straight, and then bench him because he went zero for eight in those two games. And you know, he'll be he'll be playing every day at some point. Yeah, because uh, he's yeah he's like the younger Lemayu right now without field experience. So basically, four guys on the on this in the starting lineup. You would uses. not you would not have on the team Glaber. No. IKF Donaldson Hicks. Yeah. Absolutely. And, not. The, and then the other five would be Bader and Center, Aaron, Judge Bader and, and Judge. Rizzo at first. Yep. The catchers, Trevino, Higgy, you know, catching, and then uh yeah. Stan DH. Yeah. And then Lemay, he was looming. We don't know exactly what his deal is, right? If he's gonna be ready for opening day or not. I hope he had a great winter too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, Hicks Hicks being in the lineup is a joke. I mean, I don't know if yeah, who knows? It's fucking two days to, into the spring training process, but I mean, Hicks being there and probably being the starter is a joke. Labor, I mean, they're basically they're the same team as last year with Rodon, 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 was it Rodon or Rodon. I think you said it right, Rodon. Yeah, yeah. All right, so. I'm silencing yeah, it's not, them. It's I not good. Have to do it. I'm, I don't have anything to do with those guys. I'm, I'm silencing them. They're full of shit. Boone's an idiot. He's a shill for Cashman. And He's a bulletproof vest for Cashman. Yeah. Yeah. He's a fucking shield. <laughs> Montas. I mean, that's fireable. The, the Montas trade's fireable based on his performance last year and based on the fact that he's damaged goods. So many guys would get fired after that trade <laughs> on a contract year. Yeah. Uh, he gets an extension. Unbelievable. Unfucking believable. These two doofuses. Ah. Yeah, yeah, it's a joke. It's a joke. Oh, the resources yeah. they have, or the resources they have for them to be where they are. Just not being able to compete with the, the cream of the crop, getting there and just getting the the absolute shit kicked out of you by the best teams in the league is unacceptable. Just getting past the Guardians by the skin of your teeth. Yeah. Cleveland Guardians, not the Orlando Guardians. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Uh. That's it. It's, don't 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 bring them up to me unless it's in the uh, guess the gets the answer game. Then I'll do that. Oh, we'll do the guess the answer game. Right. Yeah. In other in other news, Ryan Seacrest is out. Oh my god, it's on my list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So so he must have he, he must have eyes on somebody's job. Somebody must be on the way out. Uh, I thought I was gonna I was gonna take the approach of like Kelly Ripa just. She just goes through co-hosts, man. She just run, rips through them. Well, I think this is just, it's complete now. It's totally her show because it's going to be your husband coming in. And it's not the show that it should oh. be. 
It's not the show. Like I, I know the guy just from him filling in occasionally when Regis was on. He's going to be the full-timer? Full-timer, yeah. That is lame. I mean, not that I'm watching the show either way, but yeah. doing the show with your husband? No, like, he used to fill in. Like, when Regis was out, and same thing with Kelly was out, um, Joy, uh, Joyce Philbin? Or Joy Philbin? I forget her name. Joyce or Joy Philbin? Would his wife, Regis's wife, would fill in, you know, for like a week so the, the co's would go on vacation or something. Yeah. And that was always like a little, not a treat, but it was like, oh, okay, it's kind of nice. Cool they'd do that. But let me tell you something. This was Regis's show back in the day. Regis and Kathy Lee. Re- Regis, the, the reason I watched that show as like a 10-year-old or a 12-year-old was because of Regis. Of he was just, he was just one of those guys that had that connection to the past, like little connections to Sinatra, the connection, you know, he was buddies with Letterman. He was kind of this cool guy. That was, I mean, he's a goofy guy, but he was kind of cool to me anyway. He was on, but he, and he's the the only flavor that you get on daytime TV. Now you don't get that. Now you get, you know, everybody's a pretty boy like Seacrest. You don't get kind of. Not that Regis was a street guy, but I mean, I feel like street guys in the in the. Uh, entertainment business, at least respected them. Not not at all what you get now. Now you're getting pretty boys. Now, it's basically, Kelly Ripa took that show from Regis, and now the transformation to her show is complete. It's it's totally, like Ryan Seacrest's name, um, Strahan was a name, now it's her, and there's no doubt about it, she is the lead. I'm sure she was the lead before, but Seacrest is pretty yeah. big name. Now it's her show. It's her husband is the, on the show. I guess the, the Regis days are over. Gelman probably still there. Fucking goofball. Probably still there <laughs> on the sidelines. <clears throat> you think she ran Seacrest out of town? It's possible. I think she ran Strahan out of town. That's what I heard that her and Strahan hated each other, which I can, I definitely see that. So I think the, the, the article I read said that he wanted to move back to LA. So I have no idea if that's. And the show takes place in New York, right? Yeah, which also was a cool part of that show, was that it was in New York. Yeah, true. True. Uh, how long was he? How long Do you know how long Seacrest even had that job? Yeah, I read it today. I think it was, it was maybe four years. God, that long? You could have told me it was like a year, and I would have believed it. <laughs> no, I think it was four. I think that's what I saw. Don't quote me though. Yeah, it just seems like that's like a dying outlet. It's like a dying medium. The I, daytime. I don't think so, man. There's a million of them. It's a million daytime TV shows. That was like the eventually, one. Eventually, though, eventually. I, the I younger think... younger people are not. What's the average age of the Kelly and well, no, younger show? Younger people don't watch those shows. That's for retirees. I watched it because yeah. I was homesick. <laughs> right, but eventually those people, uh, you know, are going to die off. Cord cutters, yeah. I mean. Oh, uh, well, I mean, that's a whole other thing. The cord cutters are a whole other thing. And it's like, you could be like, oh, yeah, well, like with late night shows, you watch it on YouTube the next day. Like, who's watching? Well, there's not even like viral morning show videos though i can't tell you like one clip i've watched of that show in the last decade one person i saw that was on like oh let me see this i i really i don't know i'm not the demographic i guess but 
people like celebrities must hate going on that show. Yes, absolutely. There was a great. Oh, unless, I did you're, see, unless you're a cornball celebrity, then you fit right in like a glove. I did see one clip where I think it was Sal Volcano. I think the second show we talked about Volcano in a row. <laughs> uh, or he went on Reed. It wasn't Regis. Went on Kelly and whatever. And he had some. His joke backfired. I don't think it was as bad as like he when he told the story. I think he told it on that podcast that you told me about. And he went on and he was like wearing a shirt. I forget. He, like, he drew something on his shirt and like Denzel Washington was on. I forget what it was, but whatever. He like tried to make a joke and it was totally backfired in his face. Terrible story by me. But <laughs> people must hate going on those shows. It's first thing in the morning. You're in New York. Like you weren't out. You were going to bed early to show up to Regis at nine. Regis to Kelly no. at nine. You know, you, no. you just got back. You just got back to your room like two hours ago. Yeah, I know. Uh, I've heard comedians talk a lot about hating doing those like uh, early morning radio spots that you got to do to promote yeah. your show. Oh yeah, if you're like in a town, you go on the local radio show to be like, yeah, I'm at the whatever laughs USA tonight or something. Yeah, right. And I would think that the Kelly show, even though it's like a notch up from uh, you know. You know, Mikey in the morning or whatever, some yeah. stupid. Shit. <laughs> I, it's a little more. You get a little more Dingo. Uh, notoriety. Dingo and the baby. <laughs> yeah, I still. Yeah, I would think that they don't want to uh, want to do that. No way. No, nah, it sounds miserable. And, and, and in fact, is like right. You're just selling to retirees and I don't know housewives or something. It's just it's a bad bad place to be. Yeah, I mean, if you got something to promote and you're a big enough star, just go on Rogan. Who? Are, yeah. Who are the uh, the big daytime shows besides Callie now? I don't know what her head to head was. He used to be the Osmond. The Osmonds used to have a show head to head with Regis, Donnie uh, Marie Osmond. I don't know what freaks. The, yeah, I don't even care. I, I, was, I was gonna look it up, but I don't even care. Drew Barrymore. She has one. I don't know if it's at nine, though. I don't know what's at nine. You know, it's weird. I was sick. I mean, I, I have sick. the TV right here. I can look it up. Like, it's got to be. It's the main networks, right? Yeah, yeah. It's just like the three. You know, the sad part is, like, I was sick a couple weeks ago. I had the COVID there. Didn't mm-hmm. watch one episode of The Price is Right. You can't, You don't like Drew Carey, or was it just? No, just I just kind of missed it. Yeah, it just didn't, didn't work into my schedule. It's kind of went by the wayside there. All right, so Regis and Kelly, 9 o'clock tomorrow. Milo Ventimiglia will be there. Played Rocky Balboa's son in Rocky Balboa. Okay, all right. Rocky Balboa Jr. Okay, Um, good. So on Fox, it's just the Fox 61 Morning News. Don't know who hosts that. And on NBC, you have Today, Third Hour. Oh, okay. So that's like the... That used to be Kathy Lee and Hoda. <laughs> uh, no, they're on at ten. Hoda and Jenna Bush. Ugh. Paul Rudd's going to be on that. How did Jenna Bush become a thing? I would say because her father and grandfather were presidents. How did we let Jenna Bush become a thing? Sorry. How did we? How did we allow that? Yeah, nine eleven really should have ended Jenna Bush's career. 
<laughs> and then uh, the one good thing they should have come out of it. Yeah, shoulda, woulda, coulda, just like Josh Gordon's career. Um, <laughs> CBS has great day at nine. That's optimistic. <laughs> Very generic, real generic show. Yeah, great day. Gotta go to, hey, Channel Nine, my nine. That's Family Feud back to back. That's your best bet tomorrow if you're home. Great day, great day at nine. Sounds like uh, like a cartoons version of a day of a morning show. Sounds like us just making up names right yeah. now on the spot. Mikey in the morning, great day at nine. Yeah, <laughs> yes. exactly. <laughs> uh, let's see, RuPaul. Oh no, never mind. That is that's my DVR. <laughs> I'll leave that one alone. <laughs> that's channel one. Uh, Price is right at three. Let's make a deals on at ten a.m. on CBS. Where's like the Harry Connick shit? Wayne Brady. Drew, oh, Carey and, Drew Carey and Wayne Brady having back-to-back shows is so weird. It's been going on for 20 years, though. This one I see at the gym sometimes. This guy, you know, Karamo? Nope. I know him because he was uh he was on an ep- he was on a season of the real world. He was like real flamboyant black guy. Well, he's got a show now. Karamo. What, Karamo. What, what, what season of Real World? Uh, I'm going to guess Philly. Okay. I wonder if he was on like the Kyle Brandt season. Wow. Imagine they had two morning show hosts from the same season. Let's see. He uh, nailed it. <laughs> Philly. Wow. That's Kyle Brandt was Philly too? Uh, I feel like Kyle Brandt was New Orleans. Let me see. Kyle, real world Philadelphia. Actually, let me just search Kyle Brandt. That would be much easier. So who did it first, Brandt or Carambo? Harambe. Brandt, I would say. Kyle Brandt, real oh he was real world Chicago. Kyle Brandt was he one of the first guys to parlay real world into like a real career? Ah uh, no, there had to be guys before that. Like no. other guys like made a career out of like the real world world rules challenge and shit like that. Well, you know, uh, you know uh, Theo Vaughn, the comedian. No, uh, guy. no, he was on it. Yeah. He was on Road Rules. I didn't know that. And him, so. uh, Tom Segura's wife, who's who's also a comedian. Yeah. Uh, she I, she may have been on the same season as Theo. She was also Road Rules. Okay. All right. I mean, it's the only reason those people went on those shows was to try and parlay it into a career in entertainment. And not many made it, but some did. I feel like a lot of them just went on. Tech, to Tech ch- Holmes was in Van Wilder. Yes, he was. <laughs> yes, he was. He was great in Van Wilder. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I it's I bet a lot of those people just go on there kind of for that 15 minutes of fame. I bet they just go on there on a whim. If they actually have ambition, I think that's probably. Yeah. N- now it's probably different, but then I don't think you want other, any other ambition, but this was, the, I was going to do this one thing. Have my 15 minutes of fame. Yeah, and then some of them just stick around and play in those challenges every year. Yeah, yeah. Real world challenge, whatever yeah. it is. 
I used to watch all those, but I've been out on those for probably a decade now. There's no way they still do those, do they? Oh, I think they do, yeah. Road rules challenges they still do? They, no, they, they don't do the real world or road rules anymore, but they do the, the challenge, which okay. is just it's a different I don't know, it's always different every time they do it. Okay. All right. Well, you know, Kyle Brandt's not going back for that because he's got a pretty good paying gig. No, he's, he's, as far as I know, he's the most successful one, uh, you know, in the whole franchise. Uh, well, the he's Miz, damn good at his job, too. Oh, the Miz. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I forgot he was a guy, too, from there. Back to New York. Yeah. He was saying racist shit. Couldn't cancel him, though. He went to the right place. No, he was like saying, like, his boss is worse than him. He was so like dumb that shit he was saying. Ah, uh, like not like he didn't even know he was being racist. <laughs> like that's a uh, you gotta. It's probably on YouTube somewhere. All right. Yeah. Anything else? Or you want to come back just for a few minutes to close this out the right way? It's up. Uh, it's up to you. I, I I've been out of material basically since Valentine's Day. <laughs> All right. Well, let's come back on Monday and try and run it back again. Yeah, President's Day. We'll try yeah. and uh, we weaned ourselves off of football this Monday. We'll do some presidential trivia, fun facts. Oh, boy. Why not? All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. We'll be back here on Monday. Enjoy the weekend. Yeah. Yeah. See you on uh, Talk to you on President's Day Monday. Till then, peace.